0: Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you again for joining me on this Sales Influence Podcast. If you've never listened to this podcast before, I try to keep it at 10 minutes and just give you pure content. No fluff, no junk, no BS. Anyway, today I wanna talk about the customer pain. How can you develop a presentation that is not only effective, but powerful, impactful, and with the goal of closing the deal? Now, in order for you to do this, because I get this question a lot, Victor, how do you prepare to talk to a customer? Well, I take the customer's point of view. But let's go beyond that. Let's go beyond the point of view, and let's talk about the customer pain. What is the customer's pain? Now. Let me use myself as an example, so you'll understand what I do on a daily basis and how I'll try to solve the problem. Here's what I do. When I'm talking to a customer, I'm trying to sell them sales training. That's what I sell, that's what I do, that's what I'm good at, that's what I have experience in. I wanna sell them either my sales training program or sell them on bringing me in to do a workshop and work with their team. So one of the first things I have to do is really get into the mindset of the company, the customer, the client, and their pain. I have to marinate in their pain. Much like a steak marinates in sauce to get good, your brain has to marinate in their pain. Now, I'm selling sales training, so I typically know what the pain points are already, and over time, so will you. But let's walk through my pain points that I go with through my customers. Number one, I know that they're struggling with closing enough deals. Now, I know this. In my brain, I know that they're struggling with closing enough deals. I also know that they're really, really concerned about wasting good leads. In other words, they got good leads, but their salespeople who go visit them aren't closing the deals. So they're worried about wasting good leads. They're also worried about the sales cycle being too long. In other words, it's taking too long to close the deal. They're getting more continuation and not advancements. Also... The average order size may be too small. When they do close the deal, the order's not that big, so maybe it wasn't worth the effort. Five not enough sales activities. This is a big one for managers. Managers are always complaining about, you know, my salespeople are typically involved in less sales activities. In other words, there's sales activity and non-sales activities. Sales activity is calling a client, maybe emailing them, go doing a face-to-face with them, right? Or if, you know, after you make the call, filling out the CRM. These are all sales activities to move the sales forward. The sale forward. But if you're working on your PowerPoint presentation, if you're working on filling out your travel expenses, or you're attending one too many meetings, these are non-sales activities, okay? So we need to minimize those and we need to expand on the sales activities because that's where you want salespeople to be. So I know that's a concern. Then they could be concerned about the fact that their salespeople can't demonstrate the true value of the product or service they offer. They simply can't demonstrate it or quantify the real value. Seven, their presentation skills may be lacking. So that's another problem that the customer's thinking, you know, this is another problem with my salespeople, Victor. Eight, upselling and cross-selling. They don't know how to upsell, in other words, move the customer up on the price points or cross-sell, sell a totally different product to an existing customer. Nine, they don't know how to follow up. Yes, a lot of salespeople simply do not follow up. Again, it's all about discipline. It's all about tracking your business. It's all about filling your pipeline and doing some follow-up. Maybe their salespeople are not doing that. That's usually a problem. Ten, getting referrals. Oh, there's the low-hanging fruit. Getting referrals, which is one of the easiest ways to get more business yet. Over 80% of salespeople do not. Do not do it. Now, this is fascinating, right? Because that should be easy, right? Why not ask for a referral, especially after you've completely satisfied a customer? Salespeople simply don't do that, and managers get frustrated. Also, managers thinking, do I have the right people? Do I have the right salespeople? Or they may be thinking, 12, where can I get good salespeople? I need to find better salespeople, right? I need to hire good people. 13, 13. They can't sell value, they can only sell price. In other words, our salespeople are always discounting, Victor, that's a problem. Now, I could go on with this list, but you get the idea. If I'm selling sales trading, I know what the manager, the VP of sales is thinking. I know their frustrations. I know where their pain is coming from. I know what they're struggling with. And in your business, do you know what your customer's struggling with? Do you know what they're putting up with? Feel their pain because when you feel their pain, it allows you to create that much of a better presentation, a better presentation over the phone or face-to-face. Let's say that you do understand this pain, and I listed out 13, again, the list could go on. But I know that the top, let's say three or five, may be one, not closing enough deals, two, the sales cycles is too long, right? Not enough sales activity, people need to do more, right? There's no follow-up. And maybe they don't know how to sell value, so they keep discounting the price. Now let's say that those are the top five concerns. I know that over 80, if not 90% of my clients typically have. Then guess what? When I'm talking to the client, whether it's over the phone or face to face, I'm gonna focus in on those five because I know they're very common. And so what that'll allow me to do is when I'm talking to somebody on the phone, I can express their pain. I'll say, Mr. Customer, look, I know that right now you're frustrated because your salespeople are not closing enough deals. In fact, the sales cycles are probably too long and you feel like you're losing business. And a lot of your salespeople are simply not involved in enough sales activities every day to generate the production you want. Am I right? I'm going to say, of course you're right, Victor. Also, would you agree that they need to follow up more and they're not doing that? And I know that your biggest irritation, your biggest irritation is that they keep discounting price instead of selling on value. Now, I tie those pain points back to that, right? So i to them, they can feel that pain. Now, I have to make them believe that change is possible. So once I, again, empathize with their pain, just listed out five things, step number two is I want to make them believe that change is possible. And I'll say something like this. All the, the good news is, that's the bad news, I'll say. These five points are the bad news. Here's the good news. All five of these things can be fixed. All five of these issues can be fixed with the right sales training. Let me show you a solution in what we do, and then I'll show them my solution. That's step number three. Here's what we do to solve this problem. Here are some of the things we do to solve this problem. Here's how we can work with you to solve these problems. Now, once I say that, the customer's thinking, yeah, how do I know it'll actually work? That's when you break out social proof. Here's what we've done with other companies. When we worked with this company, within 90 days, we saw a 10%, 20% increase in sales. When we worked with this other company, within six months, we saw a 30 to 40% increase in all these five areas. Again, you see what I'm doing here? I'm giving them social proof. First, I make them believe it's possible. Tell them here's the solution, my training program, and then social proof that here are the results. Here's what other companies have experienced using my program. And then obviously step number five is I wanna close the deal right there. Based on what I've shown you can you now see why bringing me in to work with your team immediately is urgent and only imperative, if not necessary, to do this right now. Again, figure out your own phrases. But again, step number one, the big step, is to really understand their pain. Really marinate in their pain. And when you're doing a presentation, tie it back to that pain, the five bullet points I gave you. Then make them believe it's possible. That change is possible. You can change this. We can we can correct these things. Then present your solution. Here's what I offer. And then social proof. Here's some companies who've used our product or services and here's what they've found. Here are the results that they've gotten. And then go in for the kill, so to speak. Close the deal. Now, I like to say close the deal or kill, you know, just go in there and just really make the killer presentation And just go in there with a killer close. Because too often, we don't ask for the order. At the end, we blow it. It's amazing to me how many people figure out the pain, tie it back to the pain, do a great presentation, make them believe the change is possible, gives them a solution, shows them the social proof, and when they get to the close, they get scared. They back off. They feel like they don't have the right to ask for a close. Listen carefully. You're helping that company You're helping them increase their revenue, reduce their costs, or expand their market share. You're helping that business grow. So, by offering a solution, you have the right to ask for the order, ask for the close, because if you don't, then you're really being irresponsible because you're not helping them make the right decision. So again, don't be afraid to feel the customer's pain. Walk them through the process, how you can solve it, give them some social proof, and close that deal. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Getting a lot of great emails, and I'm really digging it. Again, if I have not responded to you, it's not because I don't like you. It's just that I'm getting so many, and I'm a bit overwhelmed. Anyway, also check out my sales training website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, where you'll find great training videos for you, your team, to help you grow your business and make more what? money. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use?